You are now listening to the Legends Lingo Podcast, hosted by Al. You didn't ask him about that? You didn't ask him about that law? I was getting there, Beetle. What the fuck kind of host are you? I mean, you're probably in the lead. shit, dude. Someone refer to him, please. And Powder. Yes, sir. Enjoy the show. So Powder and I recorded at the beginning of the week. We recorded on Tuesday, September 20th. Thought everything was good. And then a big story dropped on late Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. And I wanted to talk about it. It involves the Boston Celtics. It does involve head coach Ime Udoka. And I figured I had to involve Matty B, our resident uh, pinch hitter for a host on deck. So, Matty, thanks for joining on such short notice. Of course. Probably had a good day. It's my day off. I did. I, and I knew that's why I asked you because I knew it was your day off. So I was like, all right, he's probably available. So let's just get right into it. So the Celtics are in a little bit of trouble specifically because Ime Udoka could potentially be facing a year long suspension from coaching the Celtics. Now, for those that haven't seen the story yet, you're probably wondering, well, what did he do? Supposedly what the rumor is, is that Ime Udoka had a, and this is key consensual relationship with one of the female workers that worked for the Celtics. Now that is against the team rules, not against NBA rules, but team rules, Celtic set of rules. So now there's possibilities about the suspension going on. There's possibilities that Udoka has even said that he, maybe he'll resign from the position altogether. Who knows what's going to happen, but I guess an opening kind of take for this, because this is a big thing. It's like, I get the relationship part, like, listen, stuff happens. And for Ime Udoka, he was engaged to to actress uh, Nia Long for quite a while. Now, I don't know. There's reports out there that say they split before this supposedly happened. I don't know how true that is because I don't know if you remember this, Maddie, but on social media, Nia Long was literally cheering for the Celtics in the playoffs. And this was back in May and June. I mean, like, she's still going to have been cheering even if they had, like, had their split or whatever. That's very true too. That's yeah. that's a that's a very fair point. Yeah. I, I just I feel like if she really hated him that much that she wouldn't have put the time in to do that, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe she's one of the types that she doesn't hold grudges. But here's the thing too. We don't know when the heck this happened. Right. That's the thing. The Celtics have been they haven't actually said anything in truth. Uh, it's been all leaks from reporters and you know, Adrian Wojnarowski, Shams. Uh, Chris Mannix. Chris Mannix has really been like the closest, probably source to the Celtics leaking everything. Um, I don't know what's taking them so long to say to at least say something. It's what is it? it's four thirty in the afternoon now, and I've not heard a peep from them all day. I get their meeting. We may or may not have lost Maddie, but it, to kind of <laughs> this is a like this podcast, this emergency podcast that shows us we shouldn't record more than once a week. But I think you were just talking about the story getting leaked because I was going to add something. I was going to say the Celtics this offseason have been pretty quiet in terms of when they make their moves and everything else. Like mm-hmm. the Gallinari signing, that was kind of quiet. The Brogdon trade, as loud as it might have been perceived, was also pretty quiet. It was loud here, but quiet everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. So with that, right? The question that I have is, with everything going on, with the way that the Celtics do things, why, and I repeat, why is this coming out now? Why is it that this is such a big deal? I understand because it's a it's a violation of team rules. 
but I, and I'm not trying to sound like Boston sports media here, Maddie, but I think this part is true. There has to be something else behind the story. There has to be. If you're, gotta be. if you're considering suspending Udoka for a full year and potentially having him resign, then there has to be something like, even if it's um not criminal, but even if it's like civil, like a civil lawsuit type of yeah. deal, something had to have happened. I'm going to take a wild guess here. Now, this is just a speculation that I've thought of, but I'm going to take a guess in his contract and maybe even in the players' contracts and anyone who's part of the team. It says in there, no office relations whatsoever of any kind. Uh, we can go out and go like out as like a group or whatever, but like that, that's it. That, that's where that, that's the cutoff right there. Right. The team could have, you know, Wick, the you know, team president, he could have found out that, hey, something's going on with Ime and whoever this female or females is, as I've seen reports that might have been multiple. Um, Wick could have found out the first time and told Ime, hey, I'm going to give you a warning here, like, s- stop. And Ime could have just kept ignoring it and kept going uh, with whatever was going on. And Wick found, found out about it again and launched, a, a, you know, got a third party, launched an investigation. And now they're getting the, uh, the findings of it. And Wick thinks the suspension should be a season-long suspension for going against team rules despite being told stop it. Right. And, and with that, too, like if it was just that, if it was just it was a consensual relationship, whatever, you want to suspend him for quarter of the season, you want to, su- you want to suspend him for half the season, okay, fine. But a full season – something else was going on something something bigger had to go on now with this right there's a couple other things that are now in play joe missoula supposedly is going to be the interim head coach had some time in milwaukee as an assistant so now my question is how is that going to affect the celtics team moving forward because the way i see it maddie right now who are the three guys on that celtics team that vouch for udoka to come here Tatum, Brown, and was it Smart? It was. So yeah. Jason Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, your core three in there. The three guys that have been around that have seen a lot of things with this Celtics organization. And I've they, heard that. Um, oh, you go, you go. All I was going to say was, and they really wanted him here. They basically pitched to Brad Stevens, hey, this is the guy we want. He's here for a year. He does, mm. he does his job, takes him to the finals. And now it looks like he may never coach again for the Celtics. Well, I've heard that Missoula is just as respected as Udoka was uh, with, with that core three right there. Um, so maybe that's, the re- maybe that's the reason why um, they're tabbing him as the interim head coach. However, from a PR point of view kind of things, this is going to look really bad if they're going to go from a coach who they're letting go for violation of team rules to an interim coach who has uh, an assault um, charge against him from his past. Okay, that I didn't know. Great. Are you kidding me? I actually didn't know that. I swear I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so during his college days. So how, oh. how is this going to – this is not going to look good from a PR side of things. I know. I know, and I and I understand that. Like the, you have going to look good out of the situation regardless, but this – I feel like they should have gone with David Stoudemire to be the interim head coach. And I was just about I was just about to say that. Why didn't David Stoudemire get the job? Because that's another guy that's well respected around the league. So 
I don't know. And it's tough because Joe Missoula, yeah, he's got that assault charge on him. But you said that was in his college days when he was a student in college? I'm going to look it up right now see when that was. I know. Let me look it up right now. Okay. While you look that up, the thing that I'm wondering is how is this Celtics group going to react? Because you have – the good thing about the Celtics team, you have a very veteran-heavy team, right? With Tatum and Brown and Smart and Rob Williams and Al Horford. But then you have the younger players like Pritchard and Grant Williams, et cetera that who knows how they're going to deal with it. Like Grant Williams has already gone through two head coaches, you know, and Peyton Pritchard too. They both gone through Brad Stevens. They both have gone through Ime Udoka. How will they react with a third potential head coach? So I don't know what's going to come of this. I don't know how this is going to affect the Celtics because not for nothing, Maddie, but they've had a tough couple of weeks with Danilo Gallinari going down because of the knee injury. Rob Williams is getting arthroscopic knee surgery. So he's going to be out four to six weeks. And now you have this stuff with Udoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the uh, Missoula thing. Mm-hmm. The first incident, key word there, first incident came in 08 when Missoula was charged with underage drinking and aggravated assault at a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Cause this is while he was at West Virginia. Um, uh, later, in, a few a uh, few years later into his career, Missoula was suspended by West Virginia coach Bob Huggins for his arrest on charges of domestic battery. Missoula allegedly grabbed a woman by the neck at a bar in downtown Morgantown. Both incidents were alcohol involved. Oh, damn. Okay, so even though these these incidents they happened over ten years ago, but still, you're gonna go from a coach that. I don't want to say all he did was break team rules because he broke a very big rule um, that that the franchise has an expectation for everyone and very unprofessional by him to break this rule. But then you're going to go to a to a coach that has a not the world's greatest past either. Everything was lining up this year. I'm so it's a it's another it's just another situation here. I'm, I'm going to say it, Maddie. Like it's, it's not even a secret anymore. The Celtics are becoming a cursed franchise. They are. Ever since 08, they have been cursed. I mean, it, the evidence is there. Losing in 2010 in the NBA Finals. Going through the purgatory years before Brad Stevens got here. Getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Couldn't get past LeBron. Finally have the best team on paper in basketball. When you trade for Kyrie Irving and you sign Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward goes down game one, game one of his Celtics tenure. And the rest, you know, the rest is history. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to Miami in the bubble. They they go to the Eastern, they go to the finals against the Warriors. They lose in six. You know, they just, and then it's an injury after another. Like this team is starting to become just a cursed team. And, and it's sad to think about. It really is. Like, it's it's amazing. And for those that are wondering about some of the details about the actual story itself, we won't say any of the names. Like, we won't say any of the Celtics female workers or anything like that. Well, we but- don't even know who it was. That's the thing. Twitter immediately outed one, someone as to who they thought it would be. But... Right. So... Clearly, clearly not 
right at all because then the report came out hours later that hey Twitter who who you're outing has zero involvement in this so leave her alone. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, don't throw, don't put the names out there. We don't know who it is yet, and we're. I mean, you know that that's going to get found out. It is. Yeah, which is why, which is why Celtics they should say something. They should because now every female employee that works for the Celtics, they've all been Google today. They have all been Google today by, yeah. by people who want to know who this was exactly or who, or who it was multiple potentially. But yes. And so they got to come out and say something. If, if, if five o'clock hits in the next 20 minutes and we still don't hear anything, that is not a good luck. It's not a good luck on them for, for staying quiet about this. It's not. So here's a little bit of the Woj article from ESPN that kind of explains what happened. Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka is likely facing a suspension for the entire 2022-2023 season for his role in an intimate relationship with a female member of the franchise's staff, sources told ESPN on Thursday. The relationship is considered a violation of organization's guidelines, and the proposed penalty of Udoka is largely unprecedented for a sitting head coach in the NBA. A formal announcement is expected as soon as Thursday. So today, as we're recording, we're waiting for that announcement to happen. It's almost 5 o'clock. Like, what, what's going on? What's taking so long? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why it's taking this long. I don't know if they're trying to – put together the perfect PR statement. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But regardless. It shouldn't, it shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't. This this is just a tough situation. Like, I, I agree with a few people on Twitter that say, if it's as it is on the surface, if there's no other details, like, that we need to know about, then I don't know if he should be suspended for a whole year. Suspend him for half a year. It depends on how many times he violated his rule, though. That's the thing. If he violated it multiple times, absolutely years worth suspension. This was a one-time thing. Again, violated team team rules at minimum half a season. But again, it depends on the severity of this. There could be something else involved like you and I said. Right, exactly. And if there is something more severe that we need to know about, like if there's something that's really bad to the point where there could be criminal charges pressed, then yes, mm-hmm. to, yes. Spend I think for a if year. there was some criminal activity, that would have been reported. I think but so too. I really do. I think it would have been outed by now. Like, why wait until tra- like right before training camp? Because training camp is going to start very soon for the Celtics. I think they play a preseason game in like less than two weeks or something like that. So I don't know how it's going to be. But now the last thing I want to talk about with this, and then we'll kind of wrap up this emergency episode. How is this going to affect the Celtics going forward? Like we talked about the team chemistry part of it. But how about the talent portion of it? Because we were coming into this offseason, Maddie, being like, you know what? They're still a good team. They still have the head coach. They still have the core in place. Like the only team that can really stop them is Miami. Or sorry, not Miami, Milwaukee. But now is it that the Celtics maybe take a little bit of a hit going downhill because of this Udoka situation? I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see what happens before I can make any judgments of what's going to happen with the team. I want to see if, the, first of all, what the heck the Celtics are going to say if they're going to say anything between now and Monday. Which, again, it's almost five o'clock. I have not heard anything today. They got all day tomorrow too to say something before the weekend really hits. Um, if they don't say anything tomorrow, then kind of shame on them for waiting till Monday to say anything to, to this about the situation. Uh, as for the team, again, I don't really want to say anything because it, it's like, yeah, we don't have a head coach, but. They're still Tatum, they're still Brown, they're still Smart, they're still Horford. 
Uh, when Rob Williams comes back, he'll still be there. Grant's still going to be there. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon's going to be there. It, you know, it's not like this was a player. It, it, it's, it's a coach. Yes, the coach is on the floor, but he's not the one scoring the points. But he's the one directing the whole He's thing. the one directing, yes. But if it ends up just being, you know, Missoula for the year or uh, or, or and David uh, Stoudemire, if it's those two running the show this year, if they just stick to the script of what they had the second half of last year, I don't see uh, anything severely different other than it's just not going to be Udoka. Udoka. Uh, on the sidelines. Whatever it is, we need more information. Yeah. And again, this is all. Cell's got to say something. This is ridiculous. It's yes. this late. We haven't heard anything. Right. The Celtics PR team has to say something. We need more details. Again, this yeah. is all just based on the initial reports from Wojnarowski, from Sharania, and from all the other big NBA inside guys. So, We'll see what happens as it plays out next week on legends lingo powder. And I will talk about this more in detail. I wanted to kind of jump on and, and get, give a quick, it's going to be about 20 minute episode, just about everything that's gone on with this and how we feel about it. So let's hope that we have more answers next week. I hope so. I do too. Maddie, thanks for jumping on much appreciated. Of course. Always will battle my horrible internet for you. <laughs> and mine too. So this is the bonus episode of Legends Lingo for the week. We will be back to regularly scheduled programming next week. And pay attention because the week after we have a big announcement regarding the future of the show. So stay tuned for that.